Yet uh, you know I would die for you. You keep saying that and you never do. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. We're excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, and tools that we all deserve. You, I, everyone, so we can turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. So what we're going to consider this time is what are you willing, what are you willing, what are you willing Mm -hmm. to lay your life down for? Yeah. Well, it says in the Bible, there is no greater love than someone that lays their life down for a friend. True. And so when we think about what are we willing to lay our life down for, I know one of our friends, one of our clients, he, and we actually know quite a few people have done this. They've taken their kidney or they haven't literally taken it themselves, (laughs) but they've given their kidney to someone else that needed a kidney. Right. Because technically you can live with one kidney, right? but you can't live with no kidneys. No kidneys. Exactly. Now, that's an interesting thing because- you know, when you think about laying down your life, that would be like only giving a small portion of it, right? If you gave a kidney. Right. Right. But for me, who is active, yes, if let's say you did it, you would still have all the the precautions and the, the issue if one of your if your other kidney has a problem, then you only have one. So you're putting yourself in a in a level of jeopardy. But then for someone who's active in sports and things, a lot of those things need to stop. Right. So it could be a major lifestyle change. Right. So although you're, yeah, so it's kind of laying down a part of your life, right. so to speak. And, and that's a, like, why are we having such a crazy conversation with people? This is hard stuff. Well, because it's, because uh, it, we're coming up with some interesting thoughts because it all started with, a conversation in our tranquility room where we were talking and we do deep thinking in there sometimes. And we had some deep thinking on what you're giving up your life for. And so this was the first part because sometimes people think, oh, I'll give up my life. For instance, I'll walk on the traffic side of the sidewalk or the traffic side of the road if we're walking on a road and put you towards the shoulder. Always. Always. Now that's just a way of showing that I would rather go than you. Right. So you're protecting me. So that's a way of giving. You're not necessarily going to lose your life by walking on that side of the traffic, but you're setting it up that if something was going to happen, because unfortunately we do know folks that have been hit by cars while they've been out Mm -hmm. walking, even in the daylight, never mind even at dark. Yeah. Right. And so it's a real thing. Like what actions do you take to protect those in your life that put you in harm's way? Well, it goes back to the first thing, right? I said, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to die for you. And you said, well, you never do. Well, hopefully I never have to, but I would. Right. And so, you know, people say, well, would you run into a burning building if, if you were in there? Right. If, somebody else was in there, I needed to get out, you would do what it would take, but I wouldn't risk my life needlessly. So would I give my life for a stunt? 
like to walk across, you know, two planks to get from one building to the other. I wouldn't do it just for the sake of doing it. You mean if I laid a two by six on the floor? Yeah. Right? Six, it's, well, five and a half inches wide. Mm -hmm. Could you walk across that? No sweat. No sweat. Now I'm going to put it between two buildings, about 50 feet in the air. Yeah. Same two by six. Well, let's say it's thicker so that it's stable and it's not bouncing or whatever. It's still the same five and a half inches wide. Can you walk across it to the other side of the building? I'm not doing it. But can you? Well, I'm sure I could, but I'm not doing it because it's a risk that I don't need to take. So when we think about what are we willing to give our life for, it has to be something worthwhile. That's really the setup ah, for this conversation, okay, isn't okay. it? So, so now if one of your children was on the other side and they were afraid to cross and that building was on fire, would you cross? You'd probably cross twice, right? I'd probably cross twice. Yeah. Once to get them and once to go to them and once to get them back on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I think when we're having this conversation, it really is to start thinking about those times where we – absent-mindedly or unintentionally give up what could be our life. Yeah. And we're going to get into that in the yeah. next segment. Yeah. It, it's, it's, um, it's really what do you value enough to risk your life for or give your life for? Right? I've heard it many times that a parent would say, I would gladly die so that my child could live. You know, people with sicknesses or died in an accident or whatever the case may be, they're quite willing to go first. Right. This is deep, man. I'm like, I'm kind of stumped and stuck. <laughs> like we, we had a great conversation. You have to know when we were in the tranquility room, this didn't seem so almost morbid. And now it's gotten like, oh, This is kind of a hard conversation. And so I would maybe encourage you to think about what are those things that you would be willing to give your life for because it will help you value. I mean, that's really what happened for us as we talked about it. It helped us value things in our life even greater, Mm -hmm. value each other. It actually reduced our arguing a little bit. Yeah. You'll actually see people, you know, on YouTube or whatever where, Somebody saves somebody from a train, you know, they get nudged mm-hmm. into the, onto the tracks or something in a subway and then someone will jump down, pull them up and in, the, in a heartbeat, make it up in time, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's, uh, you know, like if, if one of our children was in the way of traffic, I would run across and push them out of the way, even if I put my own life at risk. Exactly. So if you want to have this conversation or any other conversation, because sometimes even like the things you do in the day to day put you at risk. If you want to stay connected with us, just send us an email together is the subject. Mm-hmm. And then together at deckerteam.com so we can keep you up to date on when a new episode comes out, when we can when we have a workshop coming up, we will inform you along the way and really continue to journey together. And even if you have thoughts or ideas for other episodes, we want to hear about it. So you just send it to together is the subject line. And then whatever you want to tell us in the email, we will be open to hear because really this is community. Mm-hmm. We don't have these conversations um, because they're easy. 
We have these conversations because they open up our life and they cause us to journey together in an even more powerful way. Yeah, and hopefully they allow you to think just a little bit deeper, take a pause in your day-to-day busyness of, of, you know, looking after the kids or doing your job and cleaning the house and preparing food and all the things you have to do in life. I find when we take that 10, 15 minutes, sometimes it's an hour or two, and we just sit and we contemplate. You know what people say, contemplate life. Well, that's kind of what we were doing. We were contemplating life and we thought, well, let's share it with you. Mm -hmm. And so the question really is that we want you to ask yourself is what are you willing to give your life for? Like, what if you took the time to write a list so that you actually have clarity about what you are? We're grateful to be your partners on this journey towards wealth, wisdom, and worth. Hey, Yada, what are you giving your life to right now? Right now, I'm giving my life to the listener, to whoever is tuning in. And we're excited that, you know what, we've created for you free access to over 587 Life's Inside Track episodes. So we've been giving our life to that for like 13 years. Yeah, little chunks of it. Little chunks at a time. The great news is you can get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. And they're going to tap into things about how to build wealth, how to get the most out of your life, and really how to get the most out of your home as well. So we're going to explore this time how that we actually, like for real, for real, are laying down our life every moment by everything that we do. Mm -hmm. everything that we pour our life into because time is that one commodity that we only have a limited amount of. You're right. We can't make it. It's non-renewable. It's non-renewable source. source, Resource. Is it a resource or a source? It's a resource. I think it's a resource. And so if we think about we're laying down our life in this moment, Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now. So in the first session, we talked about you know the the macro or the the big life decision, the life possibility of ending your life decision, mm-hmm. like going into the burning building to pull someone out. Right. Um, you know, jumping in the water to save somebody when you know you might not make it yourself. Well, like the time you went in to get Ryan and he almost yanked you under, right? Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a real thing. Got us. <laughs> I know eventually, which was a great thing, but you were mm-hmm. pretty far out there and that boy was scared. Yeah. And he and had he, a life jacket on. I was just trying to push him. We were in a bit of a riptide and I kept mm-hmm. pushing him and then I'd swim and then I'd push him and I'd swim, but I was getting very tired. Yeah. And, good uh, thing that. And then the lifeguard came and got him <laughs> and he said, are you going to be okay? I go, yeah, I'll be okay. But I, I really struggled to get back to shore. Right. And so those big decisions, I think we make in a moment, our adrenaline kicks in. We know what we value in those Mm -hmm. moments. Absolutely. It's the little micro decisions that I think bite us, Yeah, I'm going to say. They could. Right? Because if we haven't thought through what really matters, I'm going to confess. Uh-oh. Sometimes I've given, and so have you, so I'm now ratting you out at the same time (laughs) because that's what we do for each other. Uh Um, We've given our life for an argument. Mm -hmm. Too much of our life. 
we actually did a calculation. Remember that one time oh, we said, okay, how so many scary. times we argue? How long do we argue for? Let's add it up and see how much of our life we're giving to needless arguments. And, and we're getting- About preferences. About really. preferences, right? Yeah. Because the great news with Ken and I is our core values, our our internal structures, what we care most about in life, mm-hmm. we're in, I would say, pretty absolute alignment. Yeah. Right? God, yep. faith, family, the way we do business, the way we come at relationship, like we're on the same page and mm-hmm. usually even reading the same word on the same page. Well, when your values are clear, your decisions are easy. Right. And yet when it comes to how we do things. Yeah, it's it's the stuff, the little stuff. And we're going to get into that in the next segment, the, you know, the really, really small stuff. Right. But let's talk about things that really add to our life that are valuable to us. Somebody once said to me, you know, let me, let me see your checkbook and I'll be able to tell what you value in life. And I say, let me see your agenda and exactly what you're spending your time on. How would any one of you or even me like to be accountable to the minute? Mm. In other words, every minute it got put in a journal, what I did. Then I'd look back and go, ooh, how much of my day, which equates to weeks, months, years, your life, right? How much of my day, or how many minutes? 1,440. 1,440 minutes. How many of those minutes did I spend on something that was worthwhile? Right. And how many of those minutes did I spend on something that maybe I don't actually value? Mm-hmm. So I think this conversation first has to go to being aware. What are you, are you aware of? We weren't aware of how much of our life we were giving for arguing about preferences, whether the pot was turned up a little hotter or lower, whether there was a little more water in the pot or not, if we were cooking or whether we wore blue that day or whether we wore red that day. No, usually we didn't argue <laughs> about the clothing preferences but so because we agree on that actually but mm-hmm. so many other ways of doing things i tend to move a little bit quicker you tend to move a little more methodically you're a better problem solver there's just mm. different skills we have which causes us to have different preferences yeah and we give our life a little bit by little bit mm-hmm. you know they say it takes 10,000 hours to be kind of a master at something mm-hmm. 10,000 hours is a good chunk of your life um, I remember hearing once where um, there was a concert violinist, and he mm-hmm. played. And afterward, he mingled with the crowd. And one of the one of the uh, listeners, the audience, talked to him, and he said, "You know, I would give my life to be able to play like that." And the the violinist said, "I did exactly. I did give my life." So you know what. What are you giving it to? And like, so some of the things that we give our life to are our clients, our clients, right? And you've often probably heard me say on the show of I'm not having fun, I'm going home. (laughs) And that doesn't mean I have to be laughing and rolling down the hill all the time and being goofy. It just means it has to be an enjoyable experience because I recognize that if it's not working for me, it's probably not working for you. So that's the first 
reality. You're giving your life to something you're not enjoying either. If you're not enjoying working together, if I'm not enjoying it, I'm giving my life to something that I'm not willing to give it to because it's not about the money. It's about the relationship. And if Mm -hmm. the relationship isn't working, then I don't care how much money is at the end of that tunnel, Right. right? It just doesn't even matter. So thinking about relationship and are you enjoying the relationships you're in because you're giving your life to them anyway. So you might as well make the best of them right? and enjoy them. Find a way to enjoy it. Yeah. hundred percent. So some of the things like sometimes we might think they're frivolous Mm. and they're not like rejuvenation Mm. or exercise or movement or, you know, for me playing sports. What do you say about me playing sports? If he doesn't you play sports. You used to think sports, it was a waste of time. I did. Right? I and a waste to, of my life. I did. Yep. I did. Okay. I did. I used to. Now I beg him to go to the soccer field or the arena to play hockey or to Cheryl for fitness or to have Cheryl, our personal trainer, come here to work with both of us. Because if not, I can barely tolerate living with him because it's a stress <laughs> relief. Yes. Right. So you're giving your life to something that enhances your life and enhances everything about your life. I'm a nicer person. You are. You have more energy, more zip, more everything. Mm -hmm. You're even smarter when it comes to problem solving with your clients. Yes. Because you're relaxed and you're rested and you're clear. Yeah. And I think, you know, spending time within relationships. Mm-hmm. hugely valuable, especially if you value people and value relationships, right. right? Yeah. And pouring into creativity. I mean, i that's one of my favorites. Creating, mm-hmm. connecting, and consulting are my three things that I like to pour my most of my life into, right? So what are those things? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Think about that. And what we'd like to say is that in your relationships, it's not about 50-50. It's about mm-hmm. 100%. And 100%. Mm. So thanks for growing alongside with us because we're passionate about all of us being positioned for generational legacy. Hey, Yetta, I think I need a time machine. The great news is you're already in one. So we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you not only selling, buying, and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, but coming alongside you to build your faith, build your fun, build your finances, even build your fitness. And you know, the great news is we've been doing it together for so long so that we're building this life that makes a difference. And what we're going to discover this time is we can't change the past, right? We can't change it at all. And we can do things differently from this moment forward to change the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the questions I like to ask is, would I do it over? Like, would I do it the same way? Marrying you? Hundred percent. Ooh, that's yeah. a good answer. Yeah, moving into real estate to assist clients in finding homes and building wealth. Absolutely. Some of my other choices, maybe, maybe not. Right. You know, having children, hundred percent. Right. 
So the big decisions, well, I'd say some of your big decisions you might not do over again either, right? Like in that era when you were trying to figure out whether you wanted to go into real estate or not, and you started like 10 different businesses, felt like 40, but anyway, and we (laughs) lost money and money and money. Would you do that over again? Probably. Right. Because of the lessons learned. You got to find yourself and learn lessons. But there are some things you might go, oh. That was a poor decision. Right. right? So, so what's when, on your when, mind? When I say, you know, would I live it over again? It's just basically I want to reflect on my micro decisions like we were talking about in the previous session. The, the micro decisions add up over time. Right. Like uh, David, De- Darren Hardy's book about the compound effect. You know, he talked about somebody that chewed uh, tobacco and – First while, not really much impact, but later on, he had cancer in his mouth from chewing tobacco. And so it's the long-term effect of our micro decisions. That's when I say, well, let's look back and say, ooh, would I make that decision again? Well, let's make a different decision now, knowing what the result might be. Right, or what what we've seen it to be. Yeah, but sometimes it's too late. Right. You know, like when you when you have cancer and have to cut out part of your mouth, it's too late. But we can learn from other people's decisions. And we can learn, like, sometimes our body just starts to feel sick. Mm. And we go, oh, like, you know, like recently I've been ill and it's been, uh, you know, head cold and flu type symptoms and whatever. And it's because I was burning the candle at both ends of the stick. I was doing too much, too too long, too much stress, not enough break. And so, um, you know, it, it wears you down. Right. So now I've got to make a different decision. I need to book in more time off. I need to sleep longer. Got to give my body a chance to recover. I could keep going, right? I could push through. Until you can't. And then what happens? Well, then you can't. Yeah, and then when I can't. Then it's I have to push breakdown, through for you. Right? It's a total breakdown. Yeah, and we don't want that. Like one of the things we know we would love to do is stay connected with you. Like moving forward with you consistently is really, really important to us. And we've offered wealth building workshops for years and years, and they've been well received. And lots of people have built incredible wealth from the decisions they made as a result of attending that workshop. And then the subsequent decisions, Mm -hmm. brilliant. And so Ken has been saying, we need to do that again. Now that COVID is over, or the majority of the impact of it is over, we need to do these workshops again. And so he said, what I want to invite everybody to on this show is our next wealth building, wisely building wealth workshop. And I said, uh, no, how can you add another thing when you're not feeling great? So what we're going to ask you to do instead is you send us an email subject line together at together at deckerteam.com. And when we do have the capacity and the bandwidth to offer that workshop, Mm -hmm. We're going to tell you about it. You'll be the first to know, and we would love to help you grow along that path, right? But right now is not the time to give your life to that when you need to give your life to recovery. Mm -hmm. 
And, and we probably discussed that eight or nine times. Yeah. Even in the notes of the show. A little thick. Sometimes uh, you <laughs> got to bring it to me a few times. Even in the notes of the show, after we talked about it and I thought we were clear, we had agreed, now's not the time. But we want you to come when it is the right time. Mm-hmm. It was still in the show notes. And I had to take them out. Oh. So, okay, let, let's say this. If the heart's in the right place. <clears throat> If I know what my long-term result Mm. will be, why do I do micro short-term things that don't propel me to my end goal? Because sometimes it feels good in the moment. There's a pleasure that I get maybe from, you know, that we pick on this a lot, but scrolling. Like you put a timer on your scroll device Mm -hmm. so that after I think it's 10 or 15 15 minutes, minutes. is it 15? I think I'd set it up at 10 originally, but anyway, um, at 10 or 15 minutes, you can't go any further than that. So are you willing to give 15 minutes of your life every day? And you know what? I'm shocked. It gives me a warning. Like it says, you got five minutes left today or whatever. And I was like, I couldn't have been on there for 10 minutes. It's like, I just opened it. And so it's amazing how a little accountability check like that can make a difference in what you're actually doing that's mm-hmm. productive. Now, right. if you want to support people and comment on their posts and whatever, great. Just recognize how much of your life you're giving to that. Right, because that's what I do when I go on. I go specifically looking for things where I can speak into someone's life. And I'm willing to give a portion of my life to that. Yep. Right? Yeah. That, that's important to me. Now, what about food? You know, like, I like chips. I had chips while we watched a movie last night. Two indulgences, right? Movie watching, which we, we attempt to find something good out of the movie, some, some language or some lesson or anything. And I did eat some chips. Sorry, Cheryl. Cheryl's my trainer. Uh, I did <laughs> eat some chips. But what you do we have? You should say sorry to yourself. Yeah. Well, that's true. And... And is this an excuse? Like I, I had avocado, egg, and vegetables for dinner. Uh huh. So is it okay to cheat? Have okay. Chips? We're not even going no, down no, but that that's road. What I'm saying. That's no. a weird thought. Yeah. Because I'm still eating something that's mm-hmm. fried or whatever that's not necessarily as mm-hmm. good for me, but mm-hmm. it's that short term pleasure because I don't know what the long term pain. Right. is going to be. Well, and here's the thing. If you know what you want in the future, it will actually help your decisions of today. Hmm. That's really what I want you to think about. Yes. Long-term goal, 97 years old, still thriving and healthy and living life with me. Yep. And you can't be doing that if you be eating them chips. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's true. And like I said in the earlier show, if your values are clear your decisions are easy yeah so what's keeping you from what you love we're honored to be your advocates wisely building wealth through real estate and living a life exponential moving forward with the decker team moving forward together with the decker team